One million dollars. Two million. You don't have it. Three million. I'll borrow it from you. Four million. Five million. That's a utility belt, not a money belt. Six million. Seven million. Never leave the cave without it. You two boys aren't gonna start fighting over little old me now, are you? So, is Robin trying to outbid Batman with Bruce Wayne's money? Like, wh- whose money is he using here? And did they just out themselves as millionaires or billionaires? Like, they're supposed to be at this party as Batman and Robin. What money are they using? Do you think that the city of Gotham assumes that Batman gets paid for his work? He, he like, might. Do, What's do his they, rate? Do they, do they think Batman is rich? I mean, he's, he's got those vehicles. So, like, you, you have to assume there's a certain level of money involved, right? It's, it's true. And where does he get that card from? Like, did, did Visa give that to him? Like, did he apply for it? What's his credit rating? Does Visa know that Batman is Bruce Wayne? Because I don't think Batman has a social security number. So, somehow he's paying these bills unless it's just a complete like farce and he's just flexing on Robin there with some uh-huh. fake card. But anyways, with Robin bidding for Poison Ivy with Batman's money, maybe that maybe that's Bruce Wayne's plan all along. It's yeah. just, just to get Robin in debt. <laughs> get get Dick Grayson in debt, so you know, so they'll be forever indebted. Literally, he's like surprise. I won. I yeah. won. It was my money all along. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. This is episode eighty four of the Last Row Podcast. We said we would never do this movie, but never say never. Here we are. If you're looking for our website, thelastrowpodcast dot com, follow us on Twitter at the Last Row Pod, Facebook. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving us a five-star review. Also, check out Podchaser. Leave us a review there. Welcome back, Badway. We're, we, we said we wouldn't do it, but here we are. Yeah, I, you know, I don't think that Dick Grayson understands interest rates. <laughs> and I think I think Bruce has him over a barrel right now. He's like he's like yeah. Ray Stance and, and yeah. Egon's there calculating the, the rates from him from, yeah. from selling his parents' house. Yep. Yep. Yeah, we, we got like such an overwhelming response from the, the Batman Forever episode that i guess we have to we got to do complete the quadrilogy even though we didn't really do the first two so so he 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 owns the grace of the state yeah do you think it's just like a tent yeah it's it must (laughs) be do they have a home it's a p.o box that's what he's got he's just got a p.o box that's i guess i guess it would be a trailer more than anything else because they're traveling all the time like i just imagine like their home is like a tent (laughs) on like the street they're traveling like row house row house row house tent row house row house that's that's the graysons the traveling Graysons. Anyway, Batman and Robin. You know the Drew. They say that this episode, this uh, this movie, is a career killer. Yeah. I don't know how true it is. Did we curse ourselves here? So it, it could kill our career too, because <laughs> it's late. The movie's not good, and we've done little to prepare. We we usually so, joke about it being like two a.m., but yeah. it is literally it just is about l- two a.m. Literally right about two a.m. Episode eighty four: Batman and Robin. 1997, directed by Joel Shoemaker, Mocker, Mecker. Is it Mocker or Maker? I think I think it's Mocker. But if don't I mock called him Shoemaker, do you think he'd be, you know, <laughs> if he were alive today? If he, R.I.P. Yeah. He would be upset, I think. Yeah, you got to get it right. Action slash adventure slash superhero fantasy movie. IMDb 3.8 out of 10. Too high. Too high. <laughs> Not too high. 12%. Too high. Too high. Metacritic 28%. Too high. Yeah, it's about right. I mean, the fans love it. The fans yeah. love it. It's pretty, it's, it's, yeah, I don't know. I, I might thought. have a surprising take. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Okay. Well, hashtag, we'll get to that later. Yeah. 
This superhero adventure finds Batman and his partner in life, Robin, attempting to foil the sinister schemes of a deranged set of new villains, most notably the melancholy Mr. Freeze. Is he emo? Yeah, emo Freeze, who wants to take Gotham into an Arctic region and the sultry Poison Ivy, a plant-loving femme fatale. As the dynamic duo contends with these bad guys... A third hero, Batgirl, joins the ranks of the city's crime fighters. Rated R. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know that they really needed Batgirl in this movie, but I have some thoughts on that, too. But yeah, overall, well, it's okay. I have a synopsis well, here. You know, I feel like the the whole movie was full of why the hell not. Yeah, why not? Let's just why not? Let's put this in Why the here. hell not? You know what? Sure. Guys on ice skates that are actually rollerblades? Yeah. yeah, why the hell not? Why, you, you want to play hockey with a diamond? Why the hell not? Why the hell not? <laughs> Do we have a racially insensitive party thrown by Batman and Robin, not Bruce Wayne? Sure, what the hell, why not? Bruce Wayne's friend Batman yeah. throwing this party so they yeah. can catch Mr. Freeze, but Bruce Wayne's nowhere to be found? Yeah, why not? Sure, what why the hell, not? why not? Why not? <laughs> Let's go for these, it. These taglines, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna spoil it for you here. They're pretty pretty awful. So yeah, let's yeah, just really, go through here. Really. So first one strength now, courage always, family above all, Batman and Robin. See, I feel that should be Batman Forever. Yeah. Strength now, courage always, Batman Forever. Yeah, see? But they had to add... Have me write the lines. Yeah, exactly. Here you go. Heroes, villains, triple threat. There's two things. It it doesn't make Where's the third thing? I guess like three (laughs) three villains, maybe? Does it mean that there's three... Three uh, heroes and three villains? But Bane isn't... Yeah, next. Next. Here you go. Strength, courage, honor... And loyalty <laughs> on June twentieth, <laughs> it all comes together. <laughs> it's Mer. too late, Drew. It's too late. Mer. It's too Next. late for this bullshit. Financials. Oh. <laughs> I'm not even going to waste any more minutes on that. <laughs> Financials. Hundred and sixty million dollars estimated budget. Worldwide gross. Right. <laughs> Worldwide Ugh. gross. Two hundred and thirty-eight point two million dollars. What a flop! It worked. It worked, and it was popular, but it was still considered a flop. I mean, it made what? I can't do math at this hour. Seventy million. It made seventy million. Well, but but think Profit. about it, right? Like, so that, this is now like if you make a superhero movie these days and it doesn't yeah. make a billion dollars, you you're you're a failure. Yeah, but like, imagine if like nobody saw it. This is nineteen ninety seven. Did you see it? Did you see it in the theater? Of course, I did. I saw it in the theater. I was in seventh grade. I was so excited to see so what it. The, what the hell is a seventh grader? Thirteen. Uh, Probably something like that, right? Yeah, sure. I, I definitely, I have thoughts on this about the first time I saw it. We'll talk about the legacy in a minute. Hashtag we'll get to that later. But we introduced sort of a new segment last time. I think it, I think it makes sense, right? Are you Since, ready? You're ready to make this a segment? You're ready I, to commit? I think we should commit to it at least where it makes sense, especially I mean, when there's awards given by your former, you know, yeah. place of, of, of work, right? I don't, I don't remember being in all the meeting, the last row meeting. Was I absent <laughs> from that meeting is, where, where we, we made this a, a thing? I'll put it in this one, and we'll see if the people like it, if it sticks. But I think there's there's some potential here to go through some of these awards. And in sure. 1998, this movie, now look, it won a, a crap ton of Razzies and all this bad awards. We get that. Like, let's not even go there. But we it's, know it's what a legitimate, this is. It's a legitimate award-winning movie. This is, this is one of the most prestigious awards that you could win. It's a Blockbuster Entertainment Award from ah, 1998. Yes. Yeah. See? I was I was a presenter. In were you presenter? See, I, I was a, I feel I was like a presenter were, in '98. I was, and I feel like you know, if you presented the favorite sci-fi actress <laughs> category, 
you would have presented the winner to Uma Thurman, who beat out Julianne Moore of Jurassic Park The Lost World fame and Sigourney Weaver of Alien Resurrection fame to to win this favorite sci-fi actress from 1998. That's uh, bold. Prestigious award, right? Say the key word here is favorite, not best. Yeah, favorite. It doesn't say best, it said favorite. favorite. So the next award that it won was favorite supporting sci-fi actor, Chris O'Donnell, who beat out... Arnold for this movie, which is controversial as hell, I'll say. I, I got problems with that. And Vincent uh, D'Onofrio from Men in Black. Yeah. What do you think? No. Yeah. He's not better than Arnold. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's pretty... I don't care that he's young and I don't know, probably the youths were voting on this. Yeah. Don't care. Let, let Arnold me say was this. clearly better than Chris O'Donnell in this movie. If if Arnold put on an acting clinic for how to act like Arnold Schwarzenegger, this that this movie would be the, the, the tape for it. Besides even, yeah. movies like Kindergarten Cop. I'm not even sure Chris O'Donnell acted in this movie. I think he just was Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, he like, was I don't kind think of there Chris was a O'Donnell. lot going on there. Uh, there's but. a couple others here. So it was nominated. So Schwarzenegger was nominated. He lost out. And then sci-fi actress, same thing. Alicia Silverstone was also nominated in the same category as Azuma Thurman, and she lost out. But, uh, oh, supporting. Sorry, I mixed that up. She lost to Winona Ryder from Alien Resurrection, which I can't, I can't fault that. I thought she was pretty good in that. Alicia Silverstone was terrible in this movie. She was pretty bad. Oh, but terrible. you know what? The kids didn't think so bad way because she won a Kids' Choice Award. <laughs> she won <laughs> the other most pre- prestigious award. Nickelodeon the, Kids' Choice Award. She won a Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Award for, again, not best, but favorite movie actress, she, Alicia Silverstone. She got that golden popcorn trophy, man. If you're familiar with our back catalog, we used to say that when we find the silver linings of uh, the movies that may not have been (laughs) perceived, this is it right here. Grasping for straws at the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. (laughs) And uh, so here you go. So this movie was nominated for favorite movie. And I'll tell you who it lost to, and you tell me whether you agree or not. Other nominees in the category were Liar, Liar, and Men in Black. And those didn't win, but it lost to Titanic, which I don't know. Maybe this could be Titanic. Wait a minute. The kids voted for Titanic. Hey, there's boobs in this movie, man. The kids kids. voted for Titanic. Yeah, they they paint me like one of your French girls, Jack. Were they horny teenage girls that just wanted to see Leo? That's what it was. And and the boys that wanted to see Kate Winslet. And then uh, it was also nominated for another key, uh, Kids' Choice Award, favorite movie actress, Uma Thurman, and she lost to Alicia Silverstone Jesus for this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and it also won another award in 2006 for the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films for Best DVD Collection. It was the Batman um, <laughs> quadrilogy. <laughs> Did it have great special features? <laughs> like, what's going on? Man, those deleted scenes. <laughs> It was it was for Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever. <laughs> Release the Schumacher cut. <laughs> I wish you could see his face right now, everybody that's listening. He's shaking his head in shame. <laughs> no, because I'm I'm glad because it leads right into our first topic. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about the legacy of this movie. Now, as annoyed as I am at all of these awards that may or may not exist or they clearly... What do you think... Uh, Uma Thurman did with her Blockbuster Award. Do you think it still exists in the world or is it in a, in a landfill right now? So you got to wonder like those types of awards, like obviously they want to win Oscars and, and Golden Globes and sure. all these other prestigious things. But, you know, they, they always show them like they're like accepting this thing with like great, yeah. you know, congratulations. Not just like, at a 10, they're not even there. They're in, like at their yeah. home. With it's via a video. Yeah. I'm, I'm go- <laughs> thank you for, it's like yeah. me on Zoom right now. Like, yeah. thank you for giving me this award for best, best favorite podcast. Yeah. In a, in I, a- I do this because the fans and thank you so much. 
It's it's a PR thing. They got to yeah. do it. That, that's what it is. But do you and think I, they just throw that right in the trash? Probably. Or they have it in some box somewhere yeah. or something. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I think you did, you did nail it though. Let's talk a little bit about the legacy of the movie because I have some thoughts on it. And yeah. I know that, you know, we've always talked about not doing this movie because it's one on all kind of podcast movie podcasts. This movie has been done to death. You know, we could sit here and make fun of it the whole time. We're probably going to have some fun with it, but we're not going to sit here and just tell you it's the worst movie ever, but I'm just going to flat out say it's not a good movie. And I think everybody who's watched this knows, I bet there's a, a critical like, or there's some type of cult following for this, but just in general, like, I don't know this movie has a, it has a very um, checkered past if I could say sure. that, right? Like, what do you so, think the history of this is? So as annoyed as I was, as I was saying, with all those awards, I will say, having not watched this movie since like the 90s, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen this movie, you know, in this century. Until, that day in that theater. Until, until now for this episode. I was entertained, man. I was not bored at all. I was thoroughly enjoying myself. Obviously, it's a bad movie. No, there's no getting around it. But it was entertaining as hell until the end. Now, but help me understand what the entertainment was. Was it entertainment? Like, it was so bad that it was it's, good? It's one or... of those bad, it's good, and a lot of it has to do with Arnold as well. Arnold yeah. just completely underrated knocking it out of the park as Mr. Freeze. It's not his fault that all the characters around him were written yeah. like 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 goof. I don't even know. Yeah, they were awful. They're written like assholes is what, what I'm going to say. <laughs> The more frustrated I am with the movie, the more I curse. I think you might notice as we go on in these yeah. in all these episodes. So apologies, but no, uh, it was very campy. I enjoy the I enjoy the Schumacher world. I enjoyed Schumacher's Gotham, and I enjoyed it in, in Forever, and I enjoy it in this one. Batman and Robin were nothings in this movie. Batgirl was irrelevant. <laughs> Alfred had a bigger role in it, but. He kind of sucks as an actor too, doesn't he? He's not very, he's <laughs> not very good, is he? It's but, uh, yeah. but like, aside from all that, like the flow of the movie and the campiness, like I was into it. I was so, actually into it. This movie reminds me of a live action. I mean, they even joke about it, right? They said Schumacher was on like a crane saying this out of the 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 bullhorn, like during the thing, like this is a live action cartoon. Like you know, they, <laughs> the the legacy and the and the yeah. history of this thing is that they said that Warner wanted to sell more toys, and you could yeah. tell. Yeah. It reminds me, but I mean, look, if you go back before before the Burton movies in 89, right? You go back, Batman was kind of a joke before, if you look at the comics, like before the Dark Knight, you know, the, the movies, or the Frank Miller comics, before that, he was kind of campy, and that was it. Like, you had that 1960s Batman show, right? The one that everybody knows. Sure. With Ooh, Adam now. West and, and, you know, yeah. Burt Ward and all these other people. It was sort of campy, and that was the style of it. This movie was the closest to that that I think you'll get from anything besides that TV show. It was very campy and it didn't hide that, you know. But it, it's also nineties. It's like it's, it was. it's very nineties. But know? if you look at this versus Batman Forever, Batman Forever took it to a you know, you look at Batman Returns, Batman Returns was very, very dark, and they said it was too dark. So the studio tried to turn it around and they yeah. made Batman Forever, which still had some dark elements to it. And you joked earlier, release the Schumacher cut. That's what people are trying to do right now. Sure. And they want this thing because apparently there's some cut that dives into Batman's psyche. Yeah. But, but the, yeah, there's also a, some seriousness to Batman Forever as well. It takes itself right. seriously as a movie. This one doesn't. This one does not at all. Yeah. But can you enjoy it? And, and I said this, I think, maybe on some other episodes that we've had, maybe even said it on the Batman Forever episode. I forgot because it's been a while. Do you think this movie is better because the others exist? 
Like if the, put yourself in 1997. So right? you're you talking about back, the the Nolan movies. Yes, or or the other ones, right? Like you go back most most notably the Nolan movies. Like put yourself in in you know a young bad way's shoes in 1997. You're in the theater. You're hyped to watch this. You can't wait to yeah. see the new Batman movie. Does it let you down because you were anticipating this movie to come out? You thought it was going to be the next awesome thing, and it kind of sucked. And you're like, uh, like there's nothing <laughs> else to watch besides this, besides the ones yeah. you already saw. Like, does it is it better because of that? Yeah, I think it's better in retrospect for sure. Um, just because it's it's its own thing, it's unique, something different. I think it stood out in '97 as a worse movie, especially considering that you know I was whatever 13 years old at the time. It was yeah pretty much right up our alleys, right? right? 12, 13, whatever it was. And if you know as a kid you're watching a subpar movie that's aimed towards you, yeah, then that's a problem. Obviously, so so problem. did you know it sucked when you watched it? Then? Yeah, yeah. I did not hold it in as high regard as I did forever. Like, I, yeah. as, I, as I mentioned in forever, I watched that. I saw that movie three times in the theater. Yeah. Let alone wore out the videotape. Yeah. This one, no. Saw it in the theater, and I was done with it. I you probably I probably read it just to make sure it, it sucked and, and confirmed. And that was probably the last time I saw it until, you know, this weekend. Did you have any of the merchandise or any of the toys or any of the stuff from this at all? Because they, no. they, they did a big campaign with it. No, no, no. I had I had Forever Toys. I, they didn't get me. They didn't get I me. had they that free stuff. crappy Batmobile with, <laughs> with the, there's not even like a, like a, a small windshield. There's nothing. It's like yeah. him driving. We joked about it in the Forever episode with him just completely in a cockpit. Like wouldn't his cheeks be flapping from the wind with how fast that thing goes? <laughs> Like it had nothing like the vehicles in this were garbage. It was just yeah. to make toys. And I said, I wasn't going to bash the movie. I'm going to try not to, but I, I did fall for the merch. I had some of the toys. I had some of that. I had the Batmobile. Well, I yeah. had a couple other things. I'm you're, a Batman fan. So. You're a Batman stan. So what are you going to do? I, I am, right? So, so what about Joel Schumacher, right? He gets a lot of crap for this. In fact, there's this famous video of him apologizing for this on, <laughs> on the DVD. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube. I'll try to yeah. link it in the show notes. It's like a 30-minute interview where he basically apologizes for this. George Clooney famously apologizes. He offers people, you know, refunds for, like, to this day for people that have seen this. Do you blame Schumacher? Do you blame any of the actors? We'll talk about maybe the actors' performances later, but what do you think? No, yeah, Schumacher's probably embarrassed by it, right? Because he was probably hamstrung in what he, like, he was probably given a directive, and it's like the equivalent of selling out. It's like a hired gun. Yeah, he could have just said no to the movie, but he, he chose to do it. I'm not sure if he was contractually obligated to do two movies after he did Forever, if he was contractually obligated or not to do Batman for Batman and Robin, but I'm sure he's not proud of it, and he clearly wasn't. Do you think it was his fault? You, you don't? No, not at all, no. This was this is all about the writers and producers trying to make a, make a, a movie out of a toy line, for yeah. sure. And Clooney, you know, Clooney apologizes for it, but again, like that's his own doing, man. That was a cash grab. He chose to be Batman. Yeah. He could have said no. He was trying to boost his career, and I don't blame him for that either. But, yeah. I mean, he knows what he did. Yeah. He, he knows what he did. <laughs> He's guilty of sin. Yeah. Well, and he did, for as little as they gave him, he didn't give that much No, himself. he didn't. And there, there's other stories, too, and I, we can get into it in the Clooney section, but I'm pretty sure that he was simultaneously filming ER at this same exact time, and he couldn't, there was, like, all kinds of reports about how they couldn't, film certain days so this production like chris o'donnell's famously said it where he said i was felt like i was filming a movie when he's talking about batman forever with this he was felt like he was filming like a kid's toy commercial 
Like those yeah. sets were were crazy. Just the production itself was was like I don't know. They had toy people there and all this stuff. So I don't know. This movie just I don't know. They 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 went too far on that. Let's talk a little bit about some of the people. And I'm just gonna ask you. Let's start with Clooney. And the first thing I think maybe we can go through these. And since this movie isn't that great, let's not make it about the movie. Let's make it about the actors and their performances. All right. Let's let's rate them objectively on a scale of one to ten. So we'll go as we go through some of the actors. We're gonna do everybody that we can here. Let's talk about Clooney as Batman. We did a deep dive, I think, on the Forever episode and probably some of the other ones about what's your ranking of Batman sure. and Batman actors or Batman actors through the years. Clooney, all, did, did he change your opinion of this at all, watching this movie? We all know he's last, but like, I'm probably going to give him like a 3 out of 10. Yeah. Like, are we talking like Clooney himself or like or Clooney as, as, an, as an action star or Clooney as, as a Bruce Wayne? Whatever you, whatever you think, overall. Overall, I'm going to give him a three because I wouldn't, you know, he could have been worse. He could have been he, worse, but he, he didn't He did help the bare himself. minimum Clooney job that he could do. I just, I got to tell you, like, we talked about, you know, when we did the Batman rankings of Batman and, and Bruce Wayne rankings, like, his Bruce Wayne is just pitiful to me. It was awful. He just yeah. was oh, not convincing yeah. me. It was sure. George Clooney in a turtleneck the whole time. It just... Yeah. And how many turtlenecks did he wear? That was like exclusively <laughs> what he wore the he, whole movie. He's neck shy, man. I don't know what else to say. He's neck shy. <laughs> he's, he's got, his neck's too skinny. He didn't yeah, work it out hard enough. He doesn't enough. like it. He doesn't like to show his neck off. <laughs> I get it, man. He, he had this weird romance with like Elle McPherson, who's like another... Just It's 1997. 90s girl. In the time, time machine. Like, I, I don't know. I just thought, Clooney, I'm, I'm going to give him a 2 out of 10 in this. I just thought... He seemed like he phoned it in. He seemed like he didn't care. Yeah, he just was, seemed like he just was not good I, at all. I feel like his agent presented him with, "Hey, you want to be Batman?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. How much money am I making? Yeah, let's do it. And then he gets on set, probably probably thumbed through the script, and then he gets on set and he realizes what's going on. And he goes, "Oh shit, <laughs> I got to do this." All this right, well, movie. you know they're paying me, so you know. Dude, Michael Keaton then, looks like a genius for like yeah. quitting after the second one. He really yeah. does. <laughs> yeah, man. And like, I, I, Clooney suffers from the same fate to me as Ben Affleck does, to where it's like it's George Clooney. Like he can't hide from being George Clooney. So, did think, you watch ER at the time? Did you know him? No, I knew who he was, but I didn't really watch ER. Like, I, like I thought, I thought Bale and Keaton did a good job of like separating themselves from themselves. Like I forgot yeah. Bale was Bale and I forgot Keaton was Keaton when they're when they're playing Batman and Bruce Wayne. But yeah, George Clooney didn't even attempt. You know, at least Bill Kilmer tried. <laughs> he kind of did. He went Kil- dark. Kilmer, Kilmer just did not. Or, uh, Clooney just did not care. He, he was, didn't care. He just seemed like he was phoning it in the whole time. Yeah. In my opinion, like he just was not. He good. was delivering lines with like this look on his face that like it looks like he doesn't want to be there. <laughs> just- <laughs> Especially as Bruce Wayne. His Bruce Wayne is just one of the worst. Like yeah. he just didn't look like Bruce Wayne. You're right in that he's George Clooney to me. And I don't know who the hell George Clooney was back in 1997. I mean, I knew yeah. he was on ER, but I didn't watch that show. So I didn't really know. Yeah. Like, but it's even yeah. worse now because he's George Clooney. Uh-huh. It's just yeah, like, very, very bizarre. I knew he was like a, a heartthrob and like an ER, like it was a thing, but like it was definitely not in my demographic. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What would you think about the way that they did the whole relationship with him and Robin? So there was a couple of ways that they went about this. Part of it was this weird love triangle that they created with him and Poison Ivy and Robin, which we'll get to in a second. 
But just in general, it seemed like they were trying to play up this relationship of, I don't know, this mentor is is, is yeah. like being hard on the mentee and the mentee's just had it. Like Robin's kind of like a jerk now and he's, he doesn't want to deal with Batman. What do you think yeah, of that? You know, it's been played to death, you know, this whole... Not just, I'm not just talking about Batman and Robin. It's just the, the dynamic of the the understudy, the mentor, and uh, there's certainly some fatherly, you know, aspects to it as well. I don't know. Like, I didn't see it. I didn't see they. They both weren't trying very hard at it, and I just didn't care, man. This was <laughs> this was like last on my list of of what what I was enjoying the movie for. I was just yeah. waiting for Arnold and Poison Ivy scenes to show yeah. up because honestly, you know, we joke about it. They named the movie Batman and Robin, but this movie is barely about either one of them. It's a very, it? very good point. I guess he, Batman saw it as a as a mentor-mentee or a father-son relationship to where there's clearly a hierarchy. Yeah. And Robin saw it more as a partnership. And like, you know, you know Batman doesn't play well with others, even when he, he begrudgingly accepts Robin, like in all, in all iterations. Yeah. He sees him as a little kid. What do you what do you think? Like, even the age gap is such a weird thing because we joked about it in the Forever episode, and not to keep doing callbacks, but Robin's like what twenty something in this, like yeah. at least. Yeah. How is he like his father? Like, get the hell out of here! <laughs> he just he's his roommate at this yeah. point, in my opinion. Like, he's his roommate. Well, still he owns the house. Still charity case to me. He, he's his landlord. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what landlord. he is. <laughs> <laughs> his landlord. I mean, you know, I mean, there's there's some violations too because there's a couple scenes in this movie where Batman's trying to like teach him a lesson. And one that specifically stands out to me that I want to ask you what's, what's more dangerous because there's a scene where in the movie, Batman is chasing Mr. Freeze and Robin's on a motorcycle and Batman's in his one seater piece of crap Batmobile (laughs) that he could barely even fit in. And they're going off some Atlas statue and they're going to make some jump. And let me tell you something. A motorcycle is infinitely equipped to yeah. make this jump, and that piece of crap boat that he's driving <laughs> is not going to make that jump. And Batman is out there yelling, no, you're not going to make this jump. You're not going to make this jump. So he turns off his motorcycle as he's driving Dude. on the edge of this thing. Can I say ultimate violation? Yeah, give me your thoughts. Total violation. Yeah, first of all, you're absolutely right. The bike has a better chance of making that jump than A, the stupid Batmobile, and B, yeah. whatever the hell Mr. Freeze is driving. <laughs> He's like in an armored car. Yeah, it looks like a like a beetle. I don't know what the hell it is. Like <laughs> not like a Volkswagen beetle, like a like the bug. Like a the insect. <laughs> <laughs> that thing made it no problem. Like a scarab. Yeah. <sighs> the bike might have maybe Batman was worried he was gonna jump over the building. Yeah. You know, overshoot it. I don't know. You're gonna you're going too fast. Yeah, I don't know. It's the equivalent of like being a driver's ed and like the passenger, the the guy in the passenger seat, that the instructor has the brake. <laughs> Didn't you see that happen to you before? Hits you with the brake, man. Oh, oh, of course. <laughs> oh yeah, my driver's ed teacher, man, he, he would hit me with the brake all the time. I'm surprised <laughs> I stole my I have my license. How does that work? So tell me about this because when you're going out with the teacher, like. What I didn't have that. I never had driver's ed. Like I, they didn't take us that. We we drove in those crappy simulators. Did oh, you those do the never simulators? Worked. Yeah, they never worked. I always, like you hit the dog and like you don't <laughs> see the dog coming. And the <laughs> brake doesn't the brake doesn't register right. You yeah. can hit it. You can hit it right, but the game will tell you what's wrong. But, and but it makes like, you look bad. But the thing that with the people that are listening, I don't know if, if anyone had a driver's ed simulator in their high school. 
But, you know, you hear about this and you think, oh, cool, I'm going to be playing like Cruising USA and <laughs> playing like Daytona 500. No, you were not. It was like a video and it, it was a video like on a projector screen, at least on in like our high school, right? Neighborhood town. And you had two pedals and a steering wheel and it had no type of feedback at all. You just had to time it right. And you yeah. never, you didn't know whether you were actually hitting the brake at the right time, you didn't know if you were turning at the right time because this video was on a track. It was just yeah. the equivalent of like, like one of those like amusement park rides that goes and does whatever, depending on yeah. what you're doing, regardless of what you're doing. Imagine, imagine playing Guitar Hero or Rock Band if you guys, are, if you guys at home are, have played that game. So when you hit the wrong note on the guitar, you'll hear a clink and a clunk to know yes. that you screwed up. Yeah. But there, imagine not having that. There's and nothing. Not, you wouldn't know if you were doing well or not. You wouldn't know. <laughs> you don't even see if you missed the note. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. And, and then you get like a printout. It's like a paper of what you did. Yeah. Did you did you use those? I did, but did yeah, you? Have yeah, yeah. They price? never they never worked right, and I and I, I dismissed them as bullshit because <laughs> you know it was. I, I stopped. It's not my fault if the game doesn't register it or the the, <laughs> the, the, the simulation. The projector. Yeah, I did not hit that dog. I swear. The, so you, so you, but you went out. I know we're going on a crazy tangent here, but you went out on the driver's ed simulator oh, in the real life, on though. Real, in the, the real car. life, yeah. Went out with the car. Did he have a steering freaking, wheel too? No, the, the right side didn't have a steering wheel, but he didn't have a brake. So there are cars <laughs> with a brake in the passenger seat. So the the driving instructor can brake for you if you're going too fast for his liking, which is subjective to me. And I'm a punk kid that I don't even have my license, you know. So like. I, but I think I'm a good driver, obviously, at the time. <laughs> he was hitting me up, man. He was hitting me up with that thing. And, it was, and, 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 and there's nothing more frustrating, man. There's nothing more frustrating. It's like, don't be a backseat driver. He's literally being a backseat driver. <laughs> but, like, imagine imagine if, like, what if you, what if he's breaking hard and you hit the wheel hard and you like flip the car? Uh, yeah, you know? You know? Seems a bit unsafe. It's like Batman but, trying to break the break the motorcycle for you him. Know, but the same, like, theories apply to, like, you ever have a passenger, you're driving yeah. along, and maybe it's your mom. It's my mom, for sure. My mom, I know she's listening. <laughs> Where I would be driving and she'd be in the passenger seat, and she would, like, phantom, like, hit the brake. <laughs> hit the floor. Like I'm like I'm not gonna stop and I'm just gonna rear end into the car in front of me that's at the stop sign, you know. Like I'm gonna stop. It's, it's a bodily to, reaction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've done that before, not to you, but I've done yeah. it like in uh, cars where people are driving yeah. recklessly. It's like yeah. my foot is like touching the floor. Yeah. Like trust me, I'm not gonna smash into the back of the car that's at the stop sign. So the, the the thing about the driver's piece though is like our driver's ed teacher was the football coach. Oh, Which yeah. makes it even better because it's like you got this tough guy like like breaking oh, breaking yeah. on you and you're and trying he was to drive. A total hard ass too, and I was not a football player. And did like, you deserve it though? Were you speeding? Probably, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, he would be yelling at me and he'd be slamming the brake on me, and I would I would say, okay, coach, like in, <laughs> in a very a very passive aggressive dismissive way, and to call him coach when you're not a part of the football team, I totally meant it as derogatory is that so was so, he taking it as derogatory i'm pretty sure he he caught he caught what i was putting out there yeah for sure <laughs> i passed by the way but you did he, yeah so he couldn't deny my talent i uh, i remember him it. teaching us how to walk to our car with a key in your hand like wolverine like you know like a claw <laughs> yeah he's like you know you, you gotta walk you know? to your car and you never <laughs> know who's gonna be on the other side <laughs> that's what you took from the that's class what he said. the self-defense yeah. He was like, you know, you oh, no. <laughs> you're walking to your car and you're unlocking it. You better have your key in your hand, like, you know, just in case somebody comes at you. It's like, it was, yeah. 
<laughs> what does that wow. have anything to do with driving wow. a car? Yeah, that's that's crazy. He was trying to protect us, you know. No, it, it came I mean, from a good it's place. A good, it's a good. It's a good tip, though. Honestly, it was it a, good a good tip. tip. It, it came tip. from a good place. Yeah. But it's funny. But anyway, yeah. back to Batman and Robin. What were we doing? Yeah. He bra- he breaks. <laughs> it's like a driver's head. He hits class the proverbial brake. He hits yeah. the brake, and he's like in danger of skidding off of this entire statue. <laughs> now, what's more dangerous, letting him make the jump under his own volition and his own control? Or breaking Dude, for him when he's not expecting it. Let me tell you, of course, it's more dangerous to hit the brake on him. Because he's not expecting it. It's total shock. He didn't know that Batman had that function built in. Yeah. It's a total, first of all, it's a total lack of trust, which he calls him out for later, which I get it. Even he though deserved I deserved that. Even though I didn't care. I got it. And second of all, the flying Graysons have more flying and jumping experience <laughs> off of buildings, acrobatics, than Batman ever has. He's been, doing this for, he's been doing this for 20 years, the Graysons. <laughs> the Flying Graysons. Yeah. They were probably tossing him as a, as as, a, as well, a newborn. As soon as he w- was walking, he was flying. If if that, maybe his mom was like tossing him, yeah. you know, to his, his dad. Yeah. You ever notice that some parents, they toss their kid way in the air and sometimes yeah. it seems a little too high? It's too high? That was the Graysons. That was the Graysons. <laughs> they did. Yeah. What'd you, think of, what'd you think of Chris O'Donnell's performance, right? So, Oh, it was terrible. What, <laughs> You said he he wasn't really Robin. He was just Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Like, was he good or bad? Like, I why do you he say he's terrible? He wasn't like he's not a good actor overall. Like no, he, he's, he's not plus great. as hard he tries. At least he tried. George Clooney did try. I liked him in Batman Forever. I thought he was pretty good in that. Yeah, he was but okay. He, he was okay, and and maybe the the material makes him look worse in this than Batman Forever. But I was not impressed. I mean, I, I'll give I'll give him a four because he was trying. I'm gonna give him a higher score than Clooney, even though Clooney's right. a better actor. Yeah. O'Donnell tried hard. Chris O'Donnell tried. Clooney was yeah. collecting his paycheck. What yeah. about what about Alicia Silverstone? So I, we're not going to have to go into all the details of of, of her. Oh, we can yeah, talk about it in a, in a second here. But yeah, what about her? What do you think? Well, first of all, I don't think Alicia Silverstone is a great actress either. Like I'm not trying to bash everybody here. I'm sorry. <laughs> she was good and clueless. She was great and clueless. Did you ever see the movie The Crush? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's. I think it was. It might have been her first or second movie. That's a where, good movie. Yeah, where she like. I think it was her teacher. Yeah, where she's like psycho. You know, she's that's good a good that. movie. She's pretty good in that. But I feel like that's an easy movie to act in. That's besides yeah. the point. Act like a psycho. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I thought this character was very. I don't know. Unnecessary. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Right. I was just gonna say that. My, that's what my, you said in the beginning. Yeah. Why the hell not? My question is: Is when she shows up at the doorstep of of Bruce Wayne's. <laughs> Looking for her uncle Alfred, Chris O'Donnell shows up. He's like, "Hey, there's a babe at the front door. Whoa, maybe <laughs> she, maybe she'll date babe. me." Yeah, like that's what something he would say. His character yeah. would say. Let's say that what I would want is where, where uh, Bruce and uh, Chris O'Donnell, Dick Grayson, are fighting over the affection so, of Alfred's right. of Alfred's uh, niece. So you don't want the poison I, ivy love triangle. You want the no, macro love. I don't triangle. want the poison ivy triangle, and I don't want Elle McPherson being you know yeah, Bruce's. The quote unquote love interest because he doesn't love her. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't. She proposed to him. She proposed to him. And And then she said, think about it. He could care less. I know (laughs) he had some of the Ivy pheromones in his brains at the time, but honestly, he's not married. Why don't don't you think about it, Bruce? Let me know what your answer is. When all this is over and Poison Ivy's out of the picture, he's not married her. It's not (laughs) happening. But. I want to see that that's that movie. I want to see that subplot where those two guys are fighting over her and the added tension of it being a relative of Alfred. Yeah. And it's like weird. And Alfred's like, hold on now. You can't. Yeah. You can't be doing this. 
I, I, You're Batman. I, don't get my don't get my niece in danger. Or his daughter. <clears throat> or, which or we'll get daughter. to in a second. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> it's love child. What do you think? I, I I think it it would be interesting. It's probably controversial because they they can't have Batman dating Batgirl as like a as a as like a no daughter of Al or yeah daughter the niece of Alfred yeah but because there's like a, I don't know if you saw this but in the Killing Joke the animated movie there's like this weird subplot where he actually like hooks up with oh, Batgirl yeah. and it's like really weird oh, and like yeah. people are really upset about it <laughs> which like they're like this is kind of like assault because he took advantage of her it's kind of a weird thing did but he? I. Yeah, he kind of did. In in that uh, movie, maybe, it was just it yeah. made no sense. That movie just didn't need that. It was weird. What what what, what, what else? Remember what, what did Zack Snyder do recently? About was it a, was a Catwoman? Oh or no, it, there was a whole thing about there was. Are you talking about what the the subplot of what was going to be about <laughs> him, a uh, Batman having a baby with um with with Lois Lane or something? Is that what you mean? No, I'm talking about the picture that he drew. Or, oh. oh. I'm just gonna to try to see yeah, how you yeah. how you would how you would describe that to our well, PG thirteen audience. Yeah, yeah. The 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 PG thirteen uh, picture of that is, uh, yeah, Batman is a generous lover. Is what yeah. I'll say. Okay. Apparently, right. well, there's a the whole do, controversy I'll, I'll you, about I'll that. I'll let you off the hook. We'll yeah. <laughs> but back no, to but, but back to that. Yeah. What, so what what do you give? No, I think that would be an interesting. It would definitely have been an interesting way to go, and I'm surprised maybe in '97 they didn't because it was yeah. you know George Clooney and but they were probably trying to play up. The fact that they're not probably five years apart in age and that they were much older, that's probably why well, they didn't well, go that the way. Well, that's the thing. Well, that's the, well, that's the thing. Well, first of all, I guess you can't do it because in this movie, they are playing up the Alfred as a father figure yes. to, to Bruce. So if Bruce is also going after a relative of Alfred's, there's an incestuous angle yeah. that's implied <laughs> it's kind of that weird. we don't need, that we don't need right now. Warner is so, not about that, man. Yeah. They're trying to sell toys here. <laughs> yeah. Even though... I'll say this movie gets a bit sexual later. Yeah, but it does. It's true. It does. It does. And that's a lot of Poison Ivy's fault. Yeah. Um, but I guess if we're going to have this subplot of the two of them trying to fight for the affections of Alicia Silverstone, then maybe we don't have the subplot where Alfred's dying. You, you don't. Which, yeah. which is a perfect segue because yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard about this, this, this terrible illness there's this just terrible illness that's just Oof. stricken so many people. Really, it's called McGregor's syndrome. Have you ever <laughs> have you ever heard of McGregor's Ooh, syndrome? Man, so yeah, it's a, it's a killer. It's a disease where you your your lungs fill up with fluid and it makes oh, it hard to believe it, to breathe. And there's four stages of infection, what and shame. each stage is more and more incurable. What kind of sounds like pneumonia or something yeah. to me? But what's what stage? What stage does Alfred have? Alfred had stage one of McGregor's. Oh man! And I believe that Mister Freeze's wife had stage four of McGregor's. But does this not sound like the <laughs> fakest illness of all time? <laughs> McGregor's syndrome. McGregor sounds like too happy of a name. Yeah. Does that sound? Is that? I don't it's know. Like, it's like Groats from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, like, like well, Groats. But Groats is a good name, right? Because it sounds kind of gross. Yeah, like McGregor's is too close to like <laughs> McDonald's, maybe. I don't know. Maybe McGregor's, in my in my mind, he ate too much fast food. Yeah, he had a heart disease. Yeah, all, all that all that MSG, man. I'll tell all you. the, the McDonald's. No, I mean, McGregor's McGregor sounds like a freaking bar to me. It's a bar, yeah. <laughs> And then they start thinking of Conor McGregor, and it's like, come on, with the McGregors. McGregors. Like, it's just it's such like, a fake illness. But, like, maybe it's like the, the poor, the first guy who ever had it was, his last name was McGregor. Like, oh, it's yeah. Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah. It's like, but even, like, Lou Gehrig's disease, like, that has a good ring to it. Yeah. For as bad as the disease is. You know? <laughs> McGregor's just... McGregor's... <laughs> 
I mean, I hate to make fun of an old, old dying man, but yeah. you know, I was like, you know, it's I got this disease. off. This has to be, <laughs> this has to be <laughs> fake, right? It's like, but you said it best. For how rare this is, you got two people in Gotham City, <laughs> two, two. <laughs> like two people in Gotham City got McGregor's, yeah. and it's like, what are the know, chances? I I have a theory for this. I think I think I think he pretended to be sick so he could quit because he didn't oh, want to. Oh. <laughs> he didn't want to actually quit, so he he was pretending he had McGregor's so that he could quote die and that he could just get out of here because he was tired of George Clooney being Batman. Yeah, he was tori- tired of of this dynamic between oh, this. I love that theory. Love I it. I think he was I think he was tired and he was just like you know what get me the hell out of here. He couldn't honorably quit. What? So get me out of here. You know what though? It's like I hate McGregor's. to poke holes in your theory, but. He only coughed when Batman was away. Yeah, he hit it. But it was like the weakest cough. He knows there's but cameras. Maybe, in but that maybe place. he was like, yeah. But maybe he was like, he he. Bat world's greatest detective, right? Yeah, he knew. He knew. He knew. He's gotta. That, he's gotta that, put that out. He knew that Batman would figure it out. Oh, I love how Clooney was like, just out of nowhere. Like he's like, oh, Alfred's dying. And 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 then Chris O'Donnell's like, you, you know? He's like, no, he didn't tell me, but I just know. But I know. He knows, right? Yeah. And it's like, he's recording his last will and testament on this CD and this, this <laughs> crappy, weird-looking all-in-one computer before the iMac existed. He needs to separate his personal computer with his business computer. Dream. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And and look, I don't want to sit here and, and talk about McGregor's for two hours. Like we got <laughs> we got to talk about the villains. But there's there's a couple there's a couple more things that I think we need to just hit on very quickly with this. Just the whole him being Alicia Silverstone's uh uncle. But yeah. is it his great uncle? Is it her great uncle? Is it I honestly think that he's the father because yeah. how weird was that weird relationship between her mother who apparently was in England, but she comes back and she has like a New Jersey accent. Like she doesn't mm-hmm. even have like a British accent. She's apparently from England. Like she's over here. Come on now. And he was, he, yeah. had, he had a little bit of a weird affection for yeah. his sister. It was a little too weird for me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The picture it was like love Pam. But that was that was the sister, though. I think. Well, or I think was it so, like right? his mistress? It said or sister, like, but I don't think it was his real sister. I think maybe oh. it was. Maybe it was a. Re- mm-hmm. Maybe it was. You know, she called him uncle. Yeah. And the mom said it was his uncle, but not really. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. Like oh, I yeah. think it was maybe her I father. You. I see you. Yeah. You know, I'm not implying see, an incestuous if, relationship. But if we're having that plot, Drew, which I like, yes, we can reveal that you know what Alfred is her father. Yes. Then the love triangle between Bruce and, yeah, there you and, go. and Dick. <laughs> you dream. We can get some real action here. Yeah. We can get some real fireworks and Alfred, you know, being in a tough spot. Yeah. That would have been an interesting angle. And I would yeah. have infinitely liked that more than what we got here. Yep. It's a real, I really, it's a real wasted opportunity. I, I really would. But I, I believe that Pam was, was Alfred's lover it wasn't his sister, yeah. and it was a lover situation. Like and I think that I think Barbara was his actual daughter. He just didn't tell her. It was just too creepy of a of a weird situation there. What do you think of his computer tactics? Can can we talk about his cybersecurity, Drew? Because does he like, have LastPass? Does he have he, you know Bitwarden? His so first of all, like I said, you got to separate your work, like and your and your personal computer stuff. He must make enough money. He can ask Bruce Wayne for whatever the hell he wants, and Bruce will buy it for him. Loves <laughs> he him turns like a himself father. into a damn AI. Yeah, <laughs> loves him like a father. Been cutting his peanut butter and jelly sandwiches 50 years, Drew. Crest on or crust off? Crust off. Crust off. 
He'll buy him a spare computer to do his memoirs on. It's fine. He'll <laughs> buy it for him. Probably has 50 stored somewhere in a closet. Yeah. Gets him for free. He's Bruce Wayne. When your work computer has all the Batman stuff on it, to where you unlock it, you don't even have to click in a folder. You know, like you like you, you want to hide something on your computer. Yeah. Just when no one's gonna look for it anyway, you like yeah. hide it under like a thing that says taxes or something. <laughs> you put your porno under taxes. <laughs> <laughs> this is not how the Batman stuff works, Drew. You log in, you get that password right. Batman stuff starts flashing on the computer yeah. automatically. It was ridiculous. How long? How many characters was his password? It was three. It was three it passwords? Was, wasn't it just Pam? It was I Peg. Think? It was Peg. 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 Oh um, my god! Let me. True or false? The word Peg, the name Peg, was written on a picture. Yes. Directly left of the computer. So did he write love Peg so he didn't forget the password? Like it was a tactical way for him to write the password without <laughs> writing the password. But that's like cybersecurity one hundred and one. He's but like, like he hid it in the picture. He didn't put it on a sticky note that said password equals peg. He put love peg on the picture. So it was like sort of there, but it was hidden. Is it really genius? If I mean, if the Riddler broke into the to, to the Bruce Wayne's manor again, he did it once before. <laughs> and he went to hack that computer. He'd figure out peg was the password in about e seven Nygma. seconds. Seven Chess seconds. Clocks. Enigma. Edward Enigma. <laughs> Come on, Alfred. <laughs> Come on. And that's just, I don't know, man, it's the disposable nature of these, of these, uh, of these, these butlers, man. Let me tell you, um, I'm not, I, I wanted to circle back quick about him dying because he is dying, you know, without the cure for, for McGregor's stage one. And about butlers, man, like, I know that Bruce Wayne loves, loves him, right? It's his father, basically, it's right? A, it's a father figure. I mean, his, he had a real father for, yeah. I don't know, 10 years. Yeah. So he remembers him. That's why he's Batman, right? You got a butler, a living butler like that, old school, lives yeah, in your home for tuxedo. 50 years, wears the tuxedo, and then they, and then he dies, right? Tragically, he's dead. How long until he gets a new butler? Oh, do you think he knows how to cook for himself? Does he no. cut, is he going to cut the crust off his sandwiches by himself? He, he is he going to do his own laundry? He can't do anything by himself. Is he going to fix the Batmobile? Not George Clooney. Not George Clooney. Not George, George Clooney's Clooney. Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So, like, am I wrong to equate a butler to, like, a family pet? <laughs> to where it's like, you love him. You love him. You love the dog. Yeah. But when you lose one. He needs a new one we need to a get new dog. the old one. We need a new dog. How long until a billionaire gets a new butler? Oh, a billionaire. And I mean, you don't, yeah. You don't forget about your old butler. Alfred treated me like a, like a, like a son. Never forget. But you hire that new butler, don't you? Oh, he's he's getting a new butler. The the job's going up on Indeed.com the it's next day. It's a thankless day. job. And that's why, and uh, so Batgirls has a, has a line in the movie where she's like, oh man, I just, you know, it's no life to live, you know, just waiting hand over foot a over, a bil- over a billionaire like a servant. She's kind of right. Well, Chris O'Donnell's right. like, but but he likes it. He likes it. It's like, that, that, yeah, does sure. he really? Does he really? Have you have you asked him? That's what I'm saying, man. About McGregor's, and he, he'll he say, doesn't really have it. He'll say yes, but he also likes his job. He does. So, but the question too is: Is it cruel to make the butler wear the tuxedo? Like, yes. could he just be more comfortable? So, if if Alfred one day came down the steps in the morning, served yeah. Master Bruce his breakfast in bed. In sweatpants. You know, as he has to do every day. And, he, and he's in sweatpants and the Slayer, <laughs> Slayer t-shirt. Is is Bruce going to have a side piece with him a little bit See, later on saying, 
hey, come here. Come here, Alfred. Look, you do a great job, but you can't be wearing that. See, that's the thing. Like, here's the equivalent. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to equate this to you. I'm working from home right now for the most part. Yeah. When I work in the office, you got to dress up. Sure. Sort of for the most part. But when you're working from home, you're on Zoom calls. You can wear a nice shirt. Yeah. You think I got... You think I got dress pants on? You think I have pants on? You think I have pants on underneath <laughs> You think I got dress pants on here? Like <laughs> pants at all? No, but seriously, think about it. If he's not seeing anybody but Bruce Wayne, does he need to dress up? He's known Bruce all his life. Can't he just be comfortable? Get this man some sweatpants. I, he's not I, seeing clients. Well, he's a classy guy, first of all, that Alfred. But maybe he wants to wear. I, I feel like if he's wearing like band T-shirts, Bruce is gonna have a sidebar with him. Yeah. Saying, Listen, buddy. Can't, can't be having this. I'm not paying you for this. Yeah. I'm not paying for this. How much does he pay him? Like, imagine. Isn't there a thing in, in Forever about does him getting Does he need paid? money? I thought there was something about him going on vacation in one of them. Maybe it's, I'm thinking back to like the cartoons and stuff. Mm. Like Alfred was going to go on, on vacation or something. I don't know. What does, does he do? Does, does he Butler need get time money? Off? Does he have friends? Does he? He probably does. Maybe does Bruce do? is his only friend. Th- yeah. This This incarnation of Alfred... Looks like he's the saddest man alive. He yeah. knows nobody. Yeah. He just lives in this house by himself. I feel he has like no Michael, friends. Yeah, Michael Caine's Alfred has a life. Yeah. Michael right? Caine's Alfred is yeah. awesome. This yeah. guy, I gotta tell you, like I know people are nostalgic about this guy, but mm-hmm. if you ask for his his performance in this <laughs> I'm just going one out of ten. All right. I think so this guy I don't like this guy. Let me ask you straight up. Do you I believe that he's sick? Like no, I'm not saying he's faking no. it in the movie. Do you buy the actor's performance portraying a sick man? Heck no. I don't like, either. <laughs> I don't he he either. looked like a guy who was pretending to be sick, hence my theory about him wanting to quit. So he's either a genius actor and he played this like pretending to be sick because that was yeah. really the intention. Yeah. Or he was so crappy of an actor that he just quit. Like mm-hmm. he just, you know, I just, I just didn't see it. And when they had him laying in the bed, they took his glasses off and his hair was like messed up. Yeah, he just looked awful. He just yeah. didn't. He didn't do it for me. And no. Michael Caine is like put on a clinic for Alfred. He's the only Alfred that I'll ever see right now. I don't this know. guy I, is like iconic, but I don't like him. I don't know. I I kind of like him, even though that he's not super great. He, he's but, too feeble. But, but I like him in the role. Just be. I like my Alfred's feeble. Yeah, I, like, I don't know. I, I like my Alfred's weak. You know, I I we talk a lot about Batman v Superman, and all that, but uh, Jeremy Irons mm-hmm. underrated Alfred. Yeah, he was fine. Ass. He was fine, but you know, no. I like that. I, I don't. I don't need my Alfred's winning fistfights. I like the Alfred being and like I, a military guy. I like no, that. No, that's. I like it. Agree to disagree. Look, I know we're like fifty. Well, however the heck long we're an hour in. It's four a.m. What okay. the hell is going on in this movie? <laughs> like, just help me understand it. Oh, you, you want to actually talk about the plot in this movie now? Well, maybe not the plot, but at least some of the people. Why are we what, here? Why are we here? What right? are we even talking yeah. about? For what this? Are we, we're talking about Mister Freeze and his plan. That's why the movie. Not is Groats here. and McGregor's. No. Poor yeah, poor McGregor's. Well, it is McGregor's because his wife's got McGregor's. <laughs> his wife's got McGregor's. So yeah, the movie's about McGregor's. Dude, Drew, I'm I hope sorry, I don't we can't escape down. it. We can't I escape hope it. I don't get McGregor's. <laughs> I don't know. I gotta get that 23 in me and check my DNA. Tell me about Freeze. All right, let's start with Freeze. As I said in the beginning, Arnold, if there's no Arnold performance in this movie, there is no movie. It's yeah. just a complete slog of nothing without Arnold, right? Can we he really that? does make this movie? Yeah. He does. Yeah. To me, it was enough to hold my interest for about 90 of the 120 minutes of this movie. I was out in the last half hour. Didn't care yeah. how it ended. Couldn't care less. I wasn't even looking really at, have much Arnold, honestly. I was looking at my phone the last half hour of this movie, and it didn't matter. Didn't matter. 
Arnold, to me, gets a solid 8 out of 10 for taking nothing and making it something. What do you say? I would agree 1 million percent. Arnold Schwarzenegger, everybody that listens to this show knows that I have a very, very soft spot, soft spot for Arnold. He put on an Arnold clinic in this movie. If you if you wanted to watch a movie about how to be Arnold Schwarzenegger and how to act like him, he was there. And you said it before we recorded. He put on little Arnold touches to things. He mm. did the laugh. He did the grunts. He did the Arnold touches. I don't ah! know. Yeah, exactly. And Get them. Kill them. Ah! You know, he had, I think, 20 plus ice puns in this. Now, I can't oh, give yeah. him credit for all those. I got to give the writers some credit for this. But I'll also, like, maybe cut the writers down a bit. They didn't give him much help. Like, I don't no. know. He was working with with bad material. And I feel like, listen, this is 97. Like, Arnold was, I don't know if this is like peak Arnold or he was sort of coming down at this point. He's coming because, down. He was coming down. He still was a superstar. Like, he yeah. was a superstar. He He's the most famous p- person in this movie by far, honestly. Sure. Yeah, he had like the Jim, most like, career. What Jim Carrey did to Forever is Arnold tried to bring to yeah. to to this one. Now, could you could you say is Arnold a good Mister Freeze? Probably not. It's probably bad casting. But mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't pick him if you asked me. Should he be Mister Freeze? No, I probably no. not. Like but I would put him as somebody else. Need a star power. Need they needed power. the personality, and he had it. And for what this movie was, he did a good job. I gotta give him like an eight out of ten for actors. Yeah. So it's funny, like Freeze and Ivy, Uma Thurman. They they played it straight out of a comic book, it seemed. Yes. And it was written that way, I guess, right? But the heroes were so bland that like it couldn't match it. So we have these two outrageous comic book villains battling against the most boring <laughs> versions of Batman and Robin really you could ever was. have. That's why this movie sucks. You nailed it, man. Right? Like, Cootie's so boring. Oh, my God, he's yeah. so boring. It it's you nailed and, it, and it's a shame because Arnold could quite possibly have given an all time comic book movie performance if surrounded by the proper writing and talent. Yes, it just so happens he's wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, I, I don't know that the character was right for him either because it's just probably not. But I don't know. He, talk about like overachieving, you know. Yes. It's hard for Arnold to overachieve because you have a certain expectation to what Arnold Schwarzenegger brings to your movie. Right. But with the material and just the the production problems and the the bad I don't even I can't even speak right now. The, <laughs> it is the bad him. vibes going through that that production. He kind of shone through all of it, right? Do you think he was annoyed by the whole thing? Like, I, he always seems to me like a pretty positive guy for whatever. That could, that could be a persona. Whatever it is. He, I don't know. He, he has feelings too, man. Uh, I'm sure that he saw the writing on the wall, but he's also not going to give up. Yeah, he's a professional. He's a professional. He's going to try. He's, that's, that's the thing you're going to get. You hire Arnold to do your movie. He's going to give it everything he has. That's how I feel, you know, what makes Clooney look so bad Yeah. in that Clooney looks like he half-assed Listen, it where you got Arnold yeah. really acting the hell out of it. Yeah. Listen, and, uh, and Uma Thurman's the same way where it's like yeah. she she tried and she really like, all right, well, this is what I got to do. You know, I'm going to do the movie. If Clooney entered this movie with the same type of enthusiasm and, and at least tried to be something, it could have made the movie... From terrible to just, yeah, that just wasn't that good, was it? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, I, 
I don't know that Clooney had it in him, man. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I just don't know that he it's has true. that type of performance in him. Like he's not. He, you've never seen him. I, I can't recall any movie. Not to make it about Clooney again, but I can't recall, recall any movie that Clooney's been in where he's been like charismatic. You know what I mean? He usually plays like the serious kind of like up in the air, the Descendants, yeah. like all these movies. He's very like I don't know, melancholy, or like, or like a smooth talking wise ass. Yes, like that's like he's. He's a very one-dimensional actor. It's it true. just doesn't. I mean, he's a great he's, actor. He's but. good at that, like one type of role. I mean, people. I think people unfairly put Denzel in that category yeah. too. I think Denzel's more range than Clooney. Fair enough. But they're kind of similar, right? Yeah, I, I would say they're so. typecasted in a way. Yeah. Would you? So would you think Kilmer would have been better in this? Yeah, I would have rather have seen Kilmer go for round two. I know people don't love Kilmer, but he tries. He tried. He, he he did good in Batman Forever. Like he wasn't yeah. my favorite, but you know, I thought he was pretty good. And I just yeah. I think to your point, with Mr. Freeze being so comic booky and Poison Ivy being so over the top campy, mm-hmm. you're right. You nailed the polarization of maybe the the heroes versus the villains in this. I mean, yeah. tell tell me about Freeze's plan. Like so, it's it's and, so and, over the yeah. top. And it goes right into the plan. So Freeze's plan is to, and if I could break this down as ridiculously as possible. He's trying to freeze over, a threaten, get enough money or get enough, get enough diamonds <laughs> to power his contraption, his freeze contraption, to hold the world ransom for billions of dollars to aid in the research to cure his wife, who is currently cryogenically frozen, to cure her from stage four McGregor's. <laughs> That's that's the plot of the movie. That's his plan. As we'll we'll villain scale that later, and there are holes in it, but that's his plan. Do you think that, she was just faking the McGregor? No, she, she just wanted a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> she just wanted a divorce. She was faking the McGregors. Oh, just man. like Alfred. <laughs> I mean, what the hell was he thinking with this? Should he not have just like? crowdfunded some research here like think about this and doesn't he need diamonds to he need we're gonna have to villain skill this but doesn't he need diamonds to power his suit so isn't there other ways to get money like i don't understand yeah. what this was and it's sure. a tragic thing but my, my I, I don't know the thing I, I i hate to point out like this is dumb and this why did this happen in this movie why did, like there's other podcasts that do that maybe they do it better than we do we don't typically do the this was dumb when this happened. This was dumb when that happened type thing. But one thing I could not get past Drew was in the first scene of the movie when Batman and Robin are fighting Freeze. You know, the ice skating's yeah. going on. They're slap shot in the diamond. All that's going on. <laughs> he escapes by blasting off a space shuttle into orbit. This is Elon Musk over here. He's Elon Musk it. Jeff Bezos. It's going to space, Drew. So I looked it up. You know how much it costs to put a rocket into space? I have no idea. $1.7 billion. <laughs> if his plan is to get money for his McGregor'd wife, then... McGregor? What's he doing spending the money on the space shuttle? Where'd he get the space shuttle? Did he blow all of his funds on that escape plan to, yeah. save, to get the diamond to then ask for more money? You know what I this mean? This guy is supposed to be a brilliant scientist too, isn't he? Yeah, he's a doctor. I, I guess can't they get anywhere past PhD. that he spent a billion dollars to build a space shuttle and successfully blast it off, only to then the plan is to ask for more money. 
<laughs> it, it makes no sense. It makes no like sense. It. I don't like it. I think we I need to write him it. up. I think we need to write him up a yeah. GoFundMe, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to write, write him up a GoFundMe. You know what, Drew? I will write him up a GoFundMe. We get, we're going to post it. We're going to post it will, to Instagram. I will write a GoFundMe up, Freeze and his lovely Ice Queen, and we'll think, post it. We will post it. I think it. she's faking McGregor's, man. I, I think she's faking it. He seems unbearable to be around. All the puns well, it, all the time. I love puns. About, isn't it funny too? You know, you think about like we we joke about Arnold as a father, as a husband, and we mm. we said this in the kindergarten cop episode. We said it in in the jingle all the way episode. Go way back in the time machine of the lastrowpodcast.com. Go check out those old episodes. The thing that I love is when they were showing videos of him like with his wife, and it was like in that black and white TV, and he was like lovingly hugging her. And it's yeah. like it's just Arnold's such a goof. Like yeah. he's such a goof, like she didn't hugging seem his into wife. It. She didn't seem into it. And and I have another random question for you, but how much well, two questions. How much did they pay that actress to just like float in the water and like <laughs> pretend that she had McGregor's and she yeah. was suspended? And how did they audition that? Like, was it somebody like had to see how long they could hold their breath okay. like, without moving? You're, I looked this up. You're lucky. You're lucky. You saw it? You're lucky, you saw it? Yeah. You're lucky I'm, I'm, your, I'm your co-host because I look these things up because <laughs> I... I know what you're going to ask. I like... I, I mind, we might these things. My, I anticipate. Uh, I anticipate my, your moves. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I'm running the route, and you know yeah. where I'm just going to be there. We throw the ball. Chemistry. I'm just going to. I'm just going to be there. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> we went to. We went to Texas for throwing. Yeah. So it's a model. The girl's a model, and she really doesn't have any of the roles besides bit parts here and there, being herself. Is she an underwater so, model? So yeah. So the way it works is, what do models do? They're good at weathering the elements. Yeah. And just standing still and looking a certain way for <laughs> X amount of time until the shot is gotten. Yeah. So really, it's the perfect role for a model. That's true. This sitting in a in a in a in, a, in the water thing. That's now, true. Do, are we sure that she is actually floating in the water, well, or is the water just the front part? That's you know, it's another kinda, good question. It's kind of yeah. like a, a a magician trick, like a screen, like a David Copperfield illusion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Know? She's gonna make the Statue of Liberty disappear yes. next. Mm-hmm. I, the other but, one that I thought was interesting was the frozen ice sculpture too. Like, was she fake? Was it really her? Ah, ah, yes. What were you going to say? You, I cut you off there. I was going to say, if it was fake water and it was just Ooh. an illusion, that would require acting skills to yeah, act like you're a you model. you can't get a model. You yeah, you get can't a get actor. a model for that. Even though Uma Thurman, made, Uma Thurman made the, the jump, she yeah. became an actress. Mm-hmm. But, you, would need, you would need to be like a stage, like a, like a, like a stage yeah. performer. Could, could pull yeah. that off. No speaking lines needed, but no, but, she's just a model. and She's good at standing still and, and looking a certain way until the shot is gotten. Let, let's come back to Freeze when we go through the villain scale, but with we talk about well, models making the transition to actress. Let's talk about Poison Ivy. What was your, actually, before we do that, what was your rating for, for Arnold as an actor? I think I gave him 8 out of 10. Oh, I gave him an 8. Yeah, we, All we, right, we, I think we, 8 out of 10. Yeah, we were, we were through that. All right, so back, back to Poison Ivy. Uma Thurman's performance. Uma Thurman. Can this is more name? complicated, Drew. I, I feel like you're going to be harsher on her than I, I am. am. I don't understand why she spoke like a 40s gangster or 30s <laughs> gangster. <laughs> but, <laughs> but maybe that's just the comic booky campiness of it, I suppose. You think she was given direction for that or she yeah. decided like this I don't is cool? Think she, I don't think that was an artistic – I think that was given to her for sure. I'm going to give her a six because she really went for it. And she didn't do it as well as Arnold, but yeah. she's not as seasoned of an actor as Arnold True. was at this point in time either. And this is, you know, probably or I don't know, aside from Pulp Fiction, which, which she wasn't was in much. It was a shorter role than than 
than uh, people might remember. She wasn't in it for very long. You know, she had a lot of screen time, and she had a lot of character to do here. And I think she did a pretty good job with it. She wasn't bad, but yeah. I'll say this. I couldn't stand the gangster voice. Mm-hmm. It was like grating on me. Yeah. And the more the movie went on, the more I hated it. And the yeah. more I was just like, my blood was boiling by the end when she was talking and I wanted to just mute it because I don't think she's a bad actress. I actually think she's pretty good. And I think whoever gave her that direction or if she took the artistic freedom to say, hey, here's how I want this character to talk. It was the 60s TV show, but it was like on steroids. It just was grating is the Mm -hmm. way to say it. I just, it Mm -hmm. got me. And, you know, I didn't think she needed to be in this movie either. Like, I don't know. I, I get why they needed the two villains But that was my issue with like, I don't know, you try to juggle the screen time of certain villains and I felt like they weren't the right combination of villains, in my opinion. And I just feel like it didn't, it just didn't fit right. I don't know. There's something about it. I thought that, I agree with you. And I thought that what would have happened in in an alternate universe where Batman Forever would have had maybe Ivy and Riddler. Yeah. And then this movie had Freeze and Two Face. I and think like, that would have worked. The villain, the villain pairing may may have been. I didn't have a problem with Two Face and Riddler, but maybe Two Face would have helped the Freeze character better, and Riddler would have helped the Ivy character better. And especially if you're gonna have Bane be the muscle, yeah, for Ivy, he would also be needed as the muscle for Riddler because both but He's them weak. can't can't fist fight right yeah i man i got some thoughts on bane which why don't we just why don't we segue into bane because i know you have thoughts on bane i got some thoughts on bane so i just i can't i just feel bad for my boy bane here yeah because poor bane Bane. i just feel like if you're a fan of the comics and you're a fan of the character you know how they did him dirty here and this is just like one of the worst comic adaptations of any character i've ever (laughs) seen in film history it's so bad Oh man like he's he's a nobody and he's just I don't. They just wasted him. Like it's the they brainless. Him. It's the brainless thug. And honestly, I'll, I'll go and maybe hot take it too. I hate. In retrospect, I sort of don't like the what they did with him in the Dark Knight Rises either, mm. because they made him sort of the lackey, and he's like a criminal mastermind, and he's he's like a physical powerhouse. And this movie is just like he's an Uber driver. He's a traveler. <laughs> like he carries luggage. Like love, what the hell the, is this guy? Loved him in the trench coat. He had a great yeah. trench coat and, and hat look. Either that's going to be the cover for this episode, or him mm. as as the the driver. Like yeah. I just, why is he always the loser of the movie? Is what I'll say. So I I do I, I am not a comic reader, so I didn't know anything about Bane growing up. So this is really my first. Um, this was this was my first introduction to Bane. And I, what happened to him when I was younger and when I watch this again now, I know you hate this, but like I was fine with Bane. Not knowing who he should be, I kind of liked it. Like he's dumb, but you know, I'm into wrestling. He kind of, he looked like a wrestler. He literally was a wrestler. He had a wrestler's body. He's got a luchador mask on. I was like, oh man, this guy's a little steroided up. Awesome dude. It's, it's blasphemy. All that. And like they he, made him into that. No, and they they made him be a fool, and he played it up as a fool. And me not knowing that he's actually a serious character, serious character, I took him as a fool. And as a fool, he did he did well for the role. Man, that's just me. Bane, 
And maybe this is just me being a fanboy, but I love Bane. He's one of my no, favorite villains. And you you have the correct opinion as a fan of of the lore. But I'm, I'm I, not trying to be a holier than thou fan either. No, you know? no. They they but as you're describing it, they they butchered it. It's just it yeah. it didn't need to be done, and it was stupid. And yeah. I just don't really get it. And I yeah. don't I don't know. I just didn't. The whole Poison Ivy slash Bane subplot, like I get that Mr. Freeze maybe couldn't have carried the movie by himself because Curie McGregor's isn't really villainous, I guess. He's going about it the wrong way. Mm. But the Uma Thurman want to cover the world in plants kind of thing, like I, I think Poison Ivy could be good too, but just, I don't know, just, just use her wrong. Like, yes. I don't know. It just didn't work for me. It didn't work. And her portrayal, I think she played it the wrong way personally. And I just... I didn't like her. I don't know. Like they played her as like a Laney Boggs, you know, and she turned into this thing. It just didn't work for me. But yeah, I, I, Laney Boggs is great. I love how when she was pushed into the, the venom and the acid and all that, and she basically died or whatever, should have been yeah. dead. And then when she, she rose, died. she rose, she's dead. She died. <laughs> when she, when she rose from the grave, uh, so to speak, she came out hot yeah. and, and sexy. Whereas like she was, she was glasses and trench coat and messed up hair. When she came out of the grave, yeah. her midriff was showing. Yeah, short skirt, she had makeup on. Hair looked awesome, and she like sexed up the doctor into into like the kiss of death. So and it's like she just came out sexy. I I gotta ask you, like, what was that doctor trying to do by trying to talk about weakest murder attempt of all time? Right, <laughs> there was some chemicals on a table. And he pushed the table on top of her. Like, what's that going to do? It's going to injure her and maybe burn her chemically. Like, yeah. she's going to maybe be disfigured. But she's not going to die from that. Like, that was the weakest murder attempt of all time. Oh, man. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's the most accurate thing in the movie, man. It's, yeah. This is his first murder. He doesn't know how it's done. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. He I doesn't mean, know how murder's done. He's a doctor. I, he's, a, he's a geek. He's a geek doctor. He doesn't know how to murder people. I have I have some questions about the pheromones here, but maybe I'll save it for the after dark after we end the episode here mm, because mm. I just I don't know I want to know how the pheromones work. Like she's spraying these things around. Like what's going on with these guys that are like falling for her? It's, is it having physical effects? Is oh, it? Oh, you, you know, know it, baby. Like my, <laughs> yeah. My my question is the question that's nobody's asking is how does she have control over Bane when no one else like no, like the doctor couldn't control Bane. Yeah, how how does she control Bane? I, I don't. Is she I don't using the pheromones, it. but I don't know that. I feel he seems like the type that's immune to it. Like Mr. Freeze yeah. is. He has a heart of ice. He says so. He's not. Mm-hmm. He's he loves his wife too much. So he's not going to cheat on that. But what's Bane doing? Does Bane have like as part of the venom, like part of nature, and she controls that? I, I don't know. know. Maybe don't he know. felt happy that she saved him from. I, becoming I think. Something. I think maybe she like didn't just you know blow a puff into his face. I think maybe she went a little further. She, she, and that's other so puffing. Yeah. That's, and that's how it happened. That's, a, that's that. That's I that. Think, let's, let's put him through the scale. We got the patented villain scale for everybody. Mm-hmm. We've got four categories, look and style one to five hideout and layer one to five plan for domination. One to five henchmen one to five. Let's do Mr. Freeze and we'll do Poison Ivy separately. We got to see where they rank. So we'll start at the beginning. I'm just going to ask you, and I'm going to let you score this this time. I'm not even going to debate this. You you give me the scores because I trust your judgment on this. Oh, wow. How about that? This is a lot Mr. of pressure. Mr. Freeze, Mr. Freeze, look and style. One to five. 
Well, his his suit's a little bulky, but I do love the suit. You know what? You know, the best touch of the suit is is his pecs and buys and tries yeah. and and quads are all gl- like the the bulbs. They had that awesome blue glow. The, the blue the blue glow. Yeah. And it, it's funny. There's a there's a production um, story where he's wearing this mouthpiece where his his mouth glows. I was wondering how they did that. Yeah. So he's wearing this mouthpiece, but. What happened is his saliva would be get it would get into the battery pack, and every like so often the like mouth? the battery would start dissolving, and then like he it would like the battery acid would get in his mouth, and then he would complain about it, and then he'd be like, "Oh, this tastes like shit. What is this?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a direct quote from Arnold. Imagine him. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. And so like he probably knew that he was dealing with amateurs when working on this movie, but he still didn't didn't stop him from from doing his all. He, they gave him a blue icy to yeah. blew up his teeth. Yeah, but I, I, the end there. but like his skin as well, pretty awesome. And his and the eyes, like I don't know how they did the effect. It was at a did spray, spray situation. Like, I couldn't. He had the I couldn't find it. Maybe I didn't look hard enough. But no. Nah, long story short, I'm going to give him a solid four out of five. I am not going to even debate that. I know yeah. I told you you get the scores, but I'm not even debating yeah. that. I thought he looked awesome for yeah. having that costume. What about his his accommodations, his hideout and his lair? Like he had a couple of places it seemed. Well, I'm like, gonna I'm gonna think? call his main hideout lair the the Mister Frosty Ice Cream yeah. place, which is the perfect place for a it's, guy it's like him. Perfect he comic book it. villain. My question is, why does he have a heating system installed? Yeah, that's, that's true. A, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. There was a, a leave. There was a the I don't know. Does he lose a point for that? Yeah, I think he should lose a point. Yeah, but um. I, I like it being an ice cream stand. I like that he has his henchmen and they're all freezing. They're not accustomed to this, even though what they've are, probably been his henchmen for his What the hell are his utility bills? Like if you could, look, <laughs> I, I don't even put my house below 76 here yeah. in, the, in the, in this, in the summer. I mean, he must have a great HVAC guy. What is it? Take? A great guy. <laughs> what does yeah. it take to get top, your, your house to like below top 30? Top of the line. Top of the line HVAC What kind dude. of systems he running yeah. there? Yeah, man. Um, I like his little uh, secret, you know, you get the TV dinner. Yeah, and you lift it up, and that's where that's where his wife is stored behind Instead the TV the dinners. Book? Yeah, yeah, I like that. That was a good. Uh, that was a good touch. But it is kind of bland, so I'm going to give it a three. Oh, I could go with that. I think it's good. I've seen better. I've seen worse. It was kind of warehousey. You know, yeah. you didn't really have too much cool like designs and stuff. I don't yeah. know. I think the wife in the in the in the tube gives it more points. It well, would have been it, a two. It's almost like design accessory there. Yeah, like. Kind of creepy. Yeah. Would have given it a two, but he gets a he gets an extra point because his wife is in the tube. What about his plan? You we touched on it a little bit earlier, but see, this is this what do you is why this? this is again this is why the movie doesn't work is because he's actually a good guy and he's sympathetic and you and you're so apathetic towards Batman and Robin. Yeah, and this guy all he wants is to cure his wife. He's going about it the entirely wrong way. It's, Dan McGregor's man. He should have. Should be a GoFundMe. He he has no idea how fundraising works. Yeah. Like even before the GoFundMe exists, like he's in the wrong era because it, he would have raised the money in two seconds if it was online. Uh, you'd be seeing it on Instagram everywhere. I would have donated five bucks, you know, and that's just me. You know, there's people that would donate thousands for this cause. He'd have the millions and billions in no time, but. The fact that his plan is to help his McGregor up wife, I, I'm I'm for it, man. I'm for it, and but he's gonna lose points because his plan <laughs> is to gain money, but he spent all that money on that rocket ship. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. It's not. 
It's not worth it. It's, it's like, I don't know, man. It's kind of like betting a million dollars on a sure thing in football for a money line. Like, if you bet a million dollars to win, like, a hundred dollars. Yeah. It's like, you're probably going to get your million back, but you're not going to gain much profit. So if he, spends, if he spends a billion on the rocket ship, which isn't even a, an integral part of the plan, and his plan ends up working, and he holds the world hostage, and he gets a billion point five back... Was the five hundred, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. The wor- <laughs> so I Kelly's question a his, wise man. Yeah. So he's a very smart man, but I question his decision making. It, it's clouded. It's clouded by by yeah. McGregor of it all. Maybe so, he's got McGregor. Yeah, maybe he's got stage. You know, maybe stage one, and it's not diagnosed yet. So I'm gonna give him a two for playing. All right. I think you know I I had a, a theory when you were talking about that. Just I'll say it really quickly, but I was thinking about why did he break bad to begin with? Because yeah. he was curing his wife like a like a you know a nice man. He fell backwards weirdly <laughs> into this freeze, open pool of freeze, I don't know what the hell it was, chemicals, yeah. right, to cure McGregor's. Was he bad immediately? Did that turn him bad? Where my head was kind of going was he invented this suit to keep himself cold so he could mm-hmm. walk around in the world, but it ran on diamonds. <laughs> and it's the only thing that he is, so he's got to get some more diamonds. He used diamonds. all the diamonds that he had in his house. <laughs> And then he ran out of diamonds. So yeah. he's got, how are we going to get more diamonds? He's got to go steal them. Yeah. So he starts with like some petty theft and petty crime. And then he just goes this, down this giant, you know, snowball. Ha ha yeah. ha. Yeah. To become this big villain here. So maybe that's how he broke bad. Who knows? You notice all those diamonds he stole. He, he, didn't, he didn't touch the diamonds around his wife's neck. That's the thing, right? He wouldn't use those diamonds. Do fake diamonds work in this suit? I mean, if they were chemically the same, do they work? I don't know, man. If you, I feel like if you use uh, CZs, that like yeah. it, it would be glitchy. It knows. It would work sometimes. It would work sometimes. It's like if you filled your high-performance car with unleaded. It's like it would would go. It's knocking. It would go, but not as well. The engine's knocking. Man. Well, look, this. I'm just going to go on the record. This could be the longest episode of all time, just <laughs> FYI. But you know what? We're we're in the groove. We just got to keep it going. Drew, they either already know, yeah. or or they're not listening. At this if you point. turn it off, you know you can turn it off, but we still got to go through poison ivy. So we got to go pen- henchman here before we get to Sorry, poison ivy. I'm going to go quickly, quickly henchman. Uh, his henchman sucked. They know what a rollerblade. Bad. They know what a rollerblade on ice, but they're going to get a one because what did they name one? thing that they the one good thing they did was they slap shot at that diamond straight in his hand that was yeah, that, that was, was clutch that, that was, was a pretty good move they didn't yeah these guys were 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 awful yeah they were like the foot clan basically yeah. and like, they made yeah. two faces guys look like look like superstars exactly what what would it, before you move to poison ivy what would it be like to try to rollerblade on ice if you actually <laughs> try to do that <laughs> like would it be worse than walking on I think it's like worse than, than walking. I think it's worse than running on ice, is, is rollerblading on ice, for sure. <laughs> Could you imagine that? <laughs> All right, so recap for everybody. Mr. Freeze, his look and style, we gave him a four. His hideout in his lair was a three, which gives him up to a seven. Then his plan was a two, which gives him a nine. And then he's going to hit a full 10 with the henchman being a one. Not not bad, but that not terrible. That was great. Not, not playing four, three, two, one. Just how, not how great. The played. Not great. But uh, let's go Poison Ivy. Let, let's, let's go Poison hmm. Ivy here. Let's say that, you know, she's got her look and her style. What do you think for her? I, I feel like for as much money was spent on this movie to be made, her costumes were a little too Broadway looking yes, for lack of a better I'm term, 1, right? 1,000% agree. Too stage performance and not summer blockbustery. 
It could have been more like on her skin, like her skin could have yeah. been the leaves or yeah. something. Do you remember the white Riddler suit at yeah. the end at the end of Batman Forever? Yeah. That was a hot costume. I mean, you could say that was kind of Broadway, I guess. But, but it was like it was bedazzled, it was yeah, all over the place. Like she never had anything that looked like that. That's and true. She, and she could have had, you know, she had all the makings. Like you could have done so many plant based things with her. And especially like you said, showing some skin. Yeah. Like it could have been something. And really, no, they just gave her. They could have like, had like leaves over yeah. her chest. Like they just all gave her, her green leotards and called it a day. Yeah. No. So she gets a, she gets a one. You give Giving her a one. Her a one. Was I'll, not I'll impressed. That. Not impressed. And it, it just wasn't good. The gorilla what suit a, was sweet. Yeah. But that was, but that was like the party supplied <laughs> that. She didn't, yeah. she didn't do that. She just stole it from somebody. No, I guess, one's not. Right? Give, give her a two. Erase it. Give her you two. Give her a two. All right. For the gorilla suit. Yeah, for, among others. How about how about when Bane was in his own costume inside of the gorilla costume? <laughs> so that that was you know give him a comedic element. But well, that, uh, what that'll about be, her, that'll be part of the plan. So what about her hideout in her lair? Uh, so the one scene where she like stole the hideout from the neon thugs. Did those guys have black lights pre-installed in there? Like what was going on with that? Oh yeah, like there was that was a whole like I really felt bad for them because they probably imagine like that was the day where they finally got the room. They finished. like hooked it up. Yeah. And it's like all like they're, they're like very the happy with what happened. And then they walk <laughs> in and bust it all up. That's what I like to imagine. I don't know. The lair. I don't know. I, I hated that big Venus flytrap. That was like, it looked like a bunch of pillows. I was not a yeah. fan of it. Yeah. I like, I like the little pond. It's like a that sex cool. dungeon, man. Yeah. That's what it was. A sex dungeon. I, the uh, graphics of the plants when they were being, uh, Grown were Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah, it vibes. was pretty bad. And like Annihilation vibes. Yep, it's kind of the same year. I think the same, roughly yeah. the same year. I'm gonna give it a two. Just wasn't totally impressed. Could have been better. I like it had a lot of lot of potential. I like the pond aspect of it. And if you were gonna go yeah. one, I was gonna raise you to a two, even though I said I wouldn't meddle in this. Mm-hmm. But I like the little pond aspect where she's yeah. got the lily pad stuff. I kind of like that. She's got a pool in her place. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, what about her her plan? This is where I think she's gonna get a week from me, from me if I was. I don't know. Her. Well, her plan is technically better than Freeze's. It's simpler. Yeah, her plan is to wipe out all humans on Earth and have her plants, her like a uh, new strain of, of Venus flytrap, I guess, for lack of a better word, uh, inhabit the Earth and like start the Earth anew. With like an Adam and Eve situation where her and Freeze would be Adam and Eve. Did she love Freeze? It was like a weird thing. So, yeah, well, she like, she pulled the plug on his wife, which was very cold-blooded. Yeah. But I was wondering if she was using him to get it done and then she would just kill him. Yeah. Once everything was done. There was I get a the feeling, love situation. I get the feeling she didn't expect him to be around. At she the needs end. no man. No, no. She was gonna. She was gonna off him. I mean, it's a diabolical plan. Yeah, very diabolical. It's pretty evil. I don't think that she had the means to get it done. Yeah, even with Freeze, and I don't know if Freeze would have let her do it either. Even after like he was enraged with thinking Batman pulled the plug when it was actually her. So, I like the ambition, but I, I, I think she's in over her head. So I'm gonna stick her with another two. I think you're you're pretty much you, you nailed that one. She's yeah. in over her head, and I think she's mm-hmm. a, a a first time villain here. She doesn't know what she's doing. She yeah. she's got bigger eyes yeah. than she can handle here. She's like, oh, I want to take over the world, just like I would say. Oh, I wish I had a million dollars. It's like this it's one's not gonna, it's not gonna this happen. one's going to be interesting. Henchman, 
because it depends on how you want to count this. But Bane's it, definitely a henchman. Yeah, and it's her and henchman, like, not really and, Mr. Freeze's. And her plants are henchmen's. Yeah, I don't think you, you you can't call the pheromones she blows. Those aren't henchmen's. Not really. I don't think I they guess. are. Like, if you call you can call a plant a living thing, which can be a henchman. But I don't like think you dust. can call dust a henchman. Does she create you know? that? Like, where does that come from? Where did, like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we can from her not loins, talk about Drew. that. Yeah. From her loins. I don't know if we could talk about it without going down the X-rated uh, path here. but <laughs> No. But I'm going to give her points for having Bane because Bane, you know, he's pretty unbeatable until you pull the plug on him. And, like, having plants do whatever you want, having, you know, string up Batman, like, that's, that's always a, a clutch thing. So I'm actually going to give her... Uh, yeah, three. I'm gonna give a <laughs> give three, three for henchmen. Yeah. So you give her better than uh, yeah, they're better than the hockey guys, I guess. Yeah, definitely better than like, Bane is better than all of the hockey guys. That's combined. true. <laughs> Even if you don't like that style of Bane, that's true. He's still better than them. That is true. That yeah. that I'll give I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So if I recap for everybody, her look and her style was a two. Her hideout in her lair was a two. So that takes you to a four. Her plan was a two. So you give her a six, and then her henchman was a three. So you give her a nine. So yeah. I keep saying that we're going to do this and I, I'm too lazy to do it, but yeah, I got to go back and, and score <laughs> all the previous villains. You know, maybe for episode 100, we should do like a full on villain thing. Do a villain like a giant bracket. Yeah. We're still 16 episodes away from that, but maybe, maybe we could go all out with like episode hundred or something. We'll have a milestone. Like we like start planning idea. for it now. If people like want to hear that, let us know. Yeah. But I definitely am curious. So if you go Mr. Freeze, he had a 10 poison. Ivy had a nine. I think that kind of sums it up pretty well. In, in yeah. my opinion, I think you scored them. You scored them pretty good here. Well, so, you. closing questions: Are you happy that you watched this again twenty plus years later? I am. No, I seriously am because, like, it's there's. I hate like writing a movie off, you know, especially in the genre or like I don't know what you would call this. Not just a genre, but like the Batman world. Yeah, where it's like, oh, Batman, Batman and Robin. That movie sucks. It's it's um, ridiculed. And we're just we're just gonna talk about how shitty it was, but never rewatch it. Yeah. So I'm glad that I at least turned it on again and confirmed that yeah, it was that bad. But also, there's definitely some redeeming qualities of of enjoyment to it too. Now, having said that, I'm done with it. Like I'm good. I don't need <laughs> yeah. to watch it ever again. I'm good. I'm good. And like the last half hour, like I could care less about the climax. Doesn't matter. Yeah. We didn't we didn't even talk about Alicia Silverstone becoming Batgirl. And it doesn't because matter. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. I, <laughs> but but yeah. I am glad I saw it and I did get at least 80 to 90 minutes out of the two hours enjoyment out of it. Bruce, we'll it's you. me, Barbara. <laughs> I know, you idiot. <laughs> I know, you idiot. But it's I mean, me, Barbara. I just, Hello. I couldn't say it better. So I'm just going to go with what you said. I mean, I well, agree. I'm glad I watched it, but I was very bored in the end. The first half of this movie had me sucked in. It was entertaining. Visually, it looked really good. Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it, so I'm in. George Clooney's in it, so I'm out. I just did not like him at all. Like He he cemented himself as the worst Batman of all time, in my yeah. opinion, by me watching this again. And I like I feel confident in saying it. But you know, overall, I, I was entertained, and it wasn't a bad time. It's a two-hour movie, and it actually went pretty fast for being two hours of a, quote, bad movie. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as I remembered, but it's still not good. And I think nah. that's maybe put that one on the DVD cover. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, that's a, that's as glowing a review as this movie probably has gotten. Yeah. So take yeah. it. I mean, really? Right. Yeah. So 
what did you guys think? Did you like the movie? Have you watched this recently? If you if you have, I'm very curious what you all think. Leave a comment on the episodes page or send us an email, thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Let us know. Tweet at us at The Last Row Pod. Facebook, leave a comment on the episodes posting. Instagram, send us a note there. And if you're enjoying the show, if you enjoyed this episode, it's our longest one yet. Hopefully you don't get mad by more Last Row Podcasts. But leave us a comment on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Podchaser. If you're enjoying the show, we really appreciate everyone that's left a comment so far. We'll be back with our next episode on Thursday, August 5th. And on that note, we'll see you guys in, in two weeks. Please. See you. See you. So, the pheromones. Yes. If they overspray those things... Is it like those Viagra commercials where you're going to have to be like, if, you, if you're experiencing something for four more hours, please go to the hospital? Like, were they all walking around feeling that way with this, with these pheromones? Yeah, like I feel, I feel like, uh, I don't know how long the lasting effects are, but I imagine if you're, if their faces look that way. Yeah. Then the pants had things wrapped. I mean, Commissioner Gordon looked like he was. He was ready to to, risk it all, man. He was ready to go. (laughs) I'm I'm curious about how these work and and where did did she get these things from? Did she invent them? Did they they come out of thin air? You mentioned the Lloyds, but where was she getting these from? I'm going to be honest. I I have a very specific thought that I'm, even in in closing, I'm not going to say. I need to know, so you can tell so, me. So, what, so, so what happens is, is that she goes 